Bickley and Murata mornings from 6 to 10. Bickley and Murata. It's the greatest show on earth. Bickley and Murata. Good morning and welcome. Dan Bickley. Sports, man. Sports. Vince Murata. The power packed morning zoo. Are you kidding me? Bickley and Murata. Bickley and Murata. I love this show. This is the greatest show in the history of radio. It's the greatest radio show ever. Bickley and Murata. I hate everything about this show. This is the worst show in the world. And off we go into another week with a football team atop the NFL. What a weekend in Valley sports. Vince Murata. Oh, Oh, yeah. And Jared Carlin and Sarah Cazell. And it even extended down to the old Pueblo. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. A lot of people like to include Tucson as part of the Valley. I'm not yeah. one of them, but uh-huh. we got to acknowledge it. The, the the losing streak is over. We have to acknowledge it. We do not have to talk about it. There, it's acknowledged. It's done. It's out of the way. It's, it's I'm prepared done. for a full hour on that game. Yeah. So. <laughs> I will put, be hurt. I put way that too much be... time in on that game on Saturday. There's actual football going on. I'm like, I, I, why, I can't change I, the channel. I don't channel. know why you did that. Uh, I don't know why you did that. There were some surprisingly glutton. good football games on Saturday. That LSU-Alabama thing was a lot closer than it mm-hmm. should have been. This was an upset weekend in college and the NFL. Right. And yet in, in Arizona, it was victories for everybody. Except the soccer team. Okay, well, well except the soccer team, yeah. yes. Right? But no, U of A and the Coyotes were combined 0-18 heading into, into the this weekend. weekend yeah. And they both won. Uh-huh. Yeah. Winning's contagious. Isn't that what they say? Is that, is that what happened? The winning streak begins. Mm-hmm. You know what go. else is contagious? Uh, yeah. COVID. Lots of, which uh, is why U of A won that game. Well, <laughs> there is that. I was going to say lots I mean, of is things that, contagious. Is that what it Tucson. takes for Arizona's football team to win a game? Yes. No, like you half know, of a football team? I'm only joking. You know me. I, I, I always say you can't ever apologize for a win. Don't discount wins. Whatever. The, yeah. the losing oh, streak is over. Jed but, Fish is not giving that one back. That quarterback no. play. Holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> well, Will Plummer's hand almost fell off, so, yeah. You, you, really, you do, really do enjoy yourself some bad television, Vinny. Well, you know, bad because... bad comedies to bad football. <laughs> bad <laughs> comedies? What? The when did this happen? What? Who? At least U of A wasn't wearing all yellow uniforms. Ooh. It's gold. Um, oh. And those were awesome, by the way. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 Let's not go down the uniform rabbit hole. We've got too much stuff to do. Jared, start the show. Splash, splash. The stories making waves in the sports world. The splash. Animal. The Splash, brought to you by Presidential Pools, Arizona's number one pool builder. See why at presidentialpools.com. In week eight, the Arizona Cardinals suffered a loss, a painful loss, to a very shorthanded Green Bay Packers team. In week nine, it was the Cardinals' turn to impress with far less than 100% of their roster available. Without Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, J.J. Watt, and losing Chase Edmonds and Justin Pugh early in the game, the Cardinals cruised to a 31-17 win over the 49ers at Levi's Stadium. Colt McCoy just didn't fill a spot. He was masterful in his role, filling in for Kyler Murray, a quarterback, completing 22 of 26 for 249 yards and a touchdown. James Conner scored three times. The Cardinals' defense forced three San Francisco turnovers. 
sacked quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo five times and held the run-heavy 49ers to just 39 yards on the ground, the lowest total they've had in a game since week 11 of 2019. Cardinals sweep the 49ers for the first time since 2018. But going back over the last seven seasons... Arizona 11-3 and against the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, listen, uh, I went into this weekend and I made it clear how bad I felt about that game, and I could not have been more wrong. And my takeaway yesterday very simply was when, when football teams play that well with backup quarterbacks, it's a really powerful statement. It is. We and, saw it last week in the NFL, and we saw it to a, the nth degree yesterday from the Cardinals. That you, was impressive. You saw it with the 14-0 Dolphins, Earl Morrow. You saw it with the Bears and Jim McMahon when they had to go. The really good teams don't let that stuff stop them. Jeff Hostetler. Yeah. The Eagles. Right. right. Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Patriots and the uh, Rams with Kurt Warner and Tom Brady. Out there, I mean, those are a little different, yeah, but, but still <laughs> a little bit different. But man, oh man, eight and certainly one. the Rams' first run. Yes. This is uh, this is yesterday was a revelation. Yesterday was a time when we all knew that this team was good enough to maybe get to the Super Bowl. Yesterday was kind of proof that I'm not gonna say it. Let's move <laughs> on. We've got eight yeah. weeks left. Carolina Panthers coming to town on Sunday. The Cardinals, also the only one lost team remaining in the NFL. After the Rams fell to Tennessee 28-16 on Sunday Night Football at SoFi Stadium, Matthew Stafford threw two interceptions in a 15-second span of the uh, second quarter. The first, an ill-advised throw from his end zone that gave the Titans the ball at the two. They'd score one play later. The next was on the Rams' next offensive play. Kevin Byard picked it off, ran at 24 yards for a touchdown to put Tennessee up 14-3. Rams are 7-2, and game behind the Cardinals in the NFC West. Uh, Detroit Stafford showed up last night for that one stretch in the beginning of the yeah, second quarter. Yeah, um, there was two a of lot. the worst throws you'll see all year, dude. The Titans won a game without Derrick Henry. You could you could go on and on about the weirdness yesterday. I did not expect to see that game from yep. the Rams. A couple of other one loss teams fell yesterday. The Cowboys inexplicably oh. got blown out at home by the Denver Broncos, thirty to sixteen. You want to talk about making a score look better cosmetically. They were down 30 to nothing, and the Cowboys got two garbage-time touchdowns and two-point conversions in the last four minutes. And the Packers, playing without Aaron Rodgers, fell to Kansas City 13-7 to at Arrowhead Stadium. I know everybody's going to focus on the Packers part of it, but once again, the, the Kansas City Chiefs scored 13 points. I just want to focus on how much more I really hate Aaron Rodgers now. <laughs> that's, what uh, I, that's what I want to focus on. Didn't like the greatest hits he played on that Pac McAfee. It's, oh it's, my goodness! It's all it has all come clear to me why the Packers cannot stand this guy. It's all crystal clear. Yeah, it was it was bottled up for a long time, it was, <laughs> and, and it all came, came rushing yeah, to the surface yes, on did. Friday. Yeah, Pat McAfee's facial reactions to some of the things that Aaron Rodgers was saying during that interview were priceless. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's the worst. Aaron Rodgers is is the worst. Uh, Let's see what else we got here. Arizona State got back in the win column Saturday, convincing 31-16 win over USC at Sun Devil Stadium. Rashad White returned from injury, ran for 202 yards and three touchdowns in the ASU win that featured not one, but two appearances from a stadium-dwelling fox. 
I had no idea about the prevalence of foxes in Tempe. Apparently, they're all over neighborhoods. There's a couple foxes that never been to Mill Avenue, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, normally I would I, get listen. in trouble for commenting on the foxes at Sun Devil Stadium, but not this no. time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, that was weird. I did not. I did not know that either. As as somebody who has seen more wildlife than most in his neighborhood, oh, I, yeah. did, I did not know red foxes were that. Uh, yeah, you big dummy. Yeah, big dummy, <laughs> Lamont. You big dummy. <laughs> Arizona did it. The Wildcats snapped their twenty game losing streak with a thrilling ten to three win over Cal in Tucson. First Wildcats win since October fifth, twenty nineteen, when they beat Colorado. Suns, winners of four straight now. They're on the road tonight in Sacramento against the Kings. They notched a nice win uh, Saturday, beating the Atlanta Hawks 121-117 behind a strong fourth quarter in which they scored outscored the Hawks 35-19. Suns now 5-3, and three, looking to get some revenge on the road in Sacramento tonight. Kings beat uh, the Suns at Footprint Center back on October 27th when Harrison Barnes drained a three-pointer at the buzzer. Tip-off tonight, 8 o'clock. Welcome yeah. to Daylight Savings. A lot of weirdness swirling around the basketball team, but that fourth quarter uh, Saturday night felt like last year. It was a very entertaining yeah. basketball game. See, it, Atlanta's good, yeah, and that yeah. was a good win for yeah. the Suns. And I think it spoke to the Suns. It kind of, okay, this is the basketball we want to play. Yes. We don't want to be doing the random game in November. This is what we want. Yeah, we don't want to be playing New Orleans in yeah. the middle of the week without right. Zion and Brandon right. Ingram going against us. Coyotes don't play again until Wednesday. They'll look for their second straight win. Yes, the losing streak to begin the season is over. Uh, they ended it Saturday night with a 5-4 win over the Kraken at Gila River Arena. Lawson Krause had two goals, including the game winner with 105 remaining. Coyotes fell behind 2-0 in the first minute of that game and fought back to get the win. They'll host Minnesota Wednesday night. Phoenix Rising FC season came to an end Saturday night after a first-round playoff loss to Rio Grande Valley FC in penalty kicks, so their quest for USL championship falls short. And Kyle Larson is NASCAR's Cup Series champion for 2021. He took the checkered flag at Phoenix Raceway and won the Cup Series crowned by five points over Martin Truex Jr. Boom. There you go. Boom. There is your splash. But it's Monday. It's a big red Monday after a big red win yesterday. We're back, baby! Cardinals uh, beat up on the 49ers. We'll get into it next. It's Pickley and Murata mornings live from the Ak-Chin Community Studios here on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. The home of Arizona Cardinals football. 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Big Red Monday, presented by Sanderson Ford with Bickley and Murata. Yeah, I just, you know, it built all week knowing we were coming in here against a division opponent that when I first got here, they, you know, they were 13-3. and three and, and we, I remember playing with the first time, like, we got a long way to go to catch up to that team. So to come in here um, with some of the injuries we had and, and, and play that well, uh, I think all of us were, were really fired up. We didn't play very well today at all. I was real disappointed. Thought we'd play really well. Um, had a good week of practice. I thought we'd even improve from the week prior. Um, but obviously didn't go that way. And you can't stop the run. Uh, I think it seemed like they were in second and less than five after every first down. You give up all those free yards, big explosives on screens. I don't think they punted until the third quarter. And then on offense, um, you got to come out and you got to make those plays to start. I thought that we had a chance to keep up with them at the beginning. First drive with the drop, um, then the fumble, then the fumble again inside the 10. Um, then it was catch a ball from there on out. Oh, different tones from the different coaches in yesterday's game at Santa Clara. Cliff Kingsbury first, the victorious coach of the Cardinals. 
followed by Kyle Shanahan. And I, I'd like to start there, Bick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Cliff Kingsbury kind of talked about it in that soundbite, and he wasn't as pointed as I'm going to be. But when he first got a look at the Kyle Shanahan coach San Francisco 49ers at the NFL, hey, we got a long way to catch up to that team. They've caught up. They've passed them. Mm-hmm. And right now, there's w- one of those two teams on the field is a well-coached football team, and the other one is not. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the takeaways from yesterday was the fact that um, in their first rematch of the season, the Cardinals beat the 49ers better than they did the first time without key players of their offense. That would be that would lead exactly to what you're saying. That would be all signals and all pointing to a coaching blowout, which it was. And and maybe people suddenly start to take a different look at Kyle Shanahan because of that. Um, I, I just know this is a really good look across the board for the Cardinals. Top, down. Yeah, it really was. I mean, you hit on something that's interesting, too. We talked about this last week going into the game, that you know the, the quarterback matchup was potentially going to look different from the first time, and it turned out to be. Um, the Cardinals played without their starting quarterback, played without their top two wide receivers, lost their starting running back on the first play of the game, lost an offensive lineman during the course of the game, shuffled it all around, whereas the 49ers were getting healthy. They had their better quarterback, their veteran quarterback. They got their top receiving mm-hmm. uh, target or one of their top receiving targets back in, in George Kittle, and this was an absolute thrashing. This was, well, this was a, a whooping. The way the game began, this was this was ex- almost as if Kyler Murray were quarterbacking the Cardinals. This is their blueprint to annihilating good running teams. Get out in front yes. early and then just tilt the playing field considerably. They did that with Colt McCoy. There were a couple of calls early on that seemed to benefit the Cardinals. That made me think, you know what, this really might be their year. But... I, I, I don't want to take away from the performances that made this happen. To me, watching Colt McCoy, to me, that he's the number one star of the game, in my opinion. James Conner had his career best day. But Colt McCoy has started very few games in the last nine years. Mm-hmm. And he stepped in there, and he played a really good game. Not just a functional game. He played a really good game. He was fantastic. He was. He was nearly flawless. I mean, even the, the comfort level he had to drop back on screen passes and let that rush come right at him and then just burn the 49ers. His mental poise blew me away. How about his mobility in the pocket? His mobility. Whoa. The I mean, one play who, where who he thought looked, he had wheels like that? The one play where it looked like he was going to get just enveloped by the San mm-hmm. Francisco defense, and he kind of tucked it, ran, Kept his eyes downfield, but still didn't cross the line of scrimmage, and then flipped that pass over the middle. Kyler Murray-esque. It was Kyler Murray-esque. Here was Colt McCoy on his performance. Handling uh, 49ers front, those guys are are really good, right? Um, Did my best to not take sacks. Only took a couple uh, coverage sacks. And, you know, we hit on some big plays that that really changed the game. And uh, Cliff got me in a rhythm early. Uh, James ran the ball hard, and, you know, I just... Didn't want to come in here and turn the ball over. We didn't, and, and you win games that way. So, um, me, I'm just, I'm, I'm benefiting from being on a great team, and uh, really glad to, you know, get out there on the field and guys count on me, and we pulled pulled through. Yeah, he was was really good, and his point about the front is mm-hmm. right. San Francisco's front seven is really really good. They were beat up on the back end. There's no doubt about it. But when you have Bosa and, and Armstead, and they both made plays during the game. That was such an impressive 
like steady performance well, by Colt McCoy. And you mentioned the word blueprint. We talked so much about blueprints going into this game, too. Green Bay, that was a blueprint win. And, you know, there's this fear. Did, did the Packers put out the plan that everybody can use now to beat the Arizona Cardinals? That's the thing about football blueprints. You want to talk about construction blueprints? Yeah, it's out there, but whatever building you're trying to put together isn't fighting you. It's not true. defending you. It's not That's trying true. to beat you. Yeah, that is the true. Cardinals used, point. The Cardinals, as you're, you pointed out, they used their own blueprint. We've yeah. seen it now against three of the top running teams in football this year. Tennessee, Cleveland, and now San Francisco. Yep. You get on them early, you render them pretty much useless in one aspect of the game. Yeah. And the Cardinals have done that fantastically, yes, they and have. they did it because the defense forced early turnovers. Now, now let's move on to uh, Cliff Kingsbury. He, uh, okay, this is a game that clearly establishes him now as a Coach of the Year candidate. Uh, I, I'm sure it's going to be hard for the national media to get those words out of their mouths, their collective mouths. Already we're seeing this. I, I, <laughs> this never ends. It really doesn't. Um, I don't know if you were watching the national feed, but at halftime they went to Kurt Menefee, and he his first question was, or no, it was after the game was over, and his first question was about the 49ers, and Michael Strahan is like, why aren't you asking me about the team that won the game? And Kurt was like, oh, well, uh, nah. Right, I, I didn't see that exchange, but it was, I did. It was priceless. I did read about it. On I Twitter. saw that. It, it was, was very priceless, uncomfortable. Yes, it was. And Kurt Menefee was like, "Well, I, I was just thinking that the 49ers have lost ten of their last eleven games, so so, so San Francisco is, was in my mind." Right. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the issue with this: it, the national media has a hard enough time talking about the Cardinals to their audience, and now to talk about them without Kyler Murray playing, what what are they gravitating to? Right? There's no Kyler Murray highlight. No J.J. Watt either. No JJ They're two favorite guys to talk about. <laughs> right. DeAndre Hopkins right. is pretty buzzworthy. He didn't right. play. Yeah, the buzzworthy guys were not, weren't even playing, and the Cardinals handed it to the 49ers. That, to me, that it just speaks volumes about what this team has going for it. Uh, the turnovers forced by the defense. Vance Joseph, uh, a couple weeks ago, this dawned on me yesterday, remember when he was talking about that whole club punch rip thing yes. that they've implemented this year? That was on display yesterday. These guys come in, and they, they're, they're like George Foreman punching the football. And it's working. Remember when they brought back Marcus Golden? And we're like, oh, it's a nice move. That's an okay, de- good depth move. Yeah, what a beast he is! This done year. out of necessity, yeah. and they gave up a sixth round pick. Are they gonna? Are they gonna regret that later yeah, right. on? Marcus Golden is a he's man. Yeah, and what, it's, what an acquisition! Yeah, and it's guys like that. It's it's personalities like that that have just built this thing. So because of that performance by Marcus Golden yesterday, I demand. An extension of voting on last week's Mock My World, oh, okay. to which Marcus Golden was a part of my yeah. team, and I think I finished in last place. How dare you, Cardinals fans? <laughs> right. How dare We're running back right. this week. <laughs> we got a lot to get into today with the uh, Cardinals win over the 49ers. want to remind you, you can win tickets to see Everclear on November 19th at Celebrity Theater. Just head to the contest page at ArizonaSports.com for your chance to win. We'll... Relive some of the big plays that led to that win by the Cardinals over the 49ers. Big Red React straight ahead on this Big Red Monday. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Bickley and Murata Mornings. Big Red Reacts. Reaction to yesterday's Cardinals game. Boy, you're talking about fun to watch. Brought to you by Alaska Federal Credit Union.
Yep, time to relive some of the domination by the Cardinals yesterday. Dave Pashron, Wolfley on the Cardinals Radio Network, providing the soundtrack. Cardinals once again won the coin toss. They elect to defer. San Francisco punted on its first possession. Cardinals, they punted it right back on uh, first and 10 on the 49ers' second possession from their own 32-yard line. A tone was set by the Cardinal defense. <laughs> Receivers to the right of Jimmy G. Garoppolo barking out the call. Takes the snap. Straight drop back. And a quick throw across the middle. It's caught by Kittle. The midfield fumbles the ball. And the Cardinals fall on it. Jordan Hicks recovers it at the 42-yard line. Boy, it looked like it was going to be a big play for George Kittle across the middle. But Byron Murphy punched it out. And it was recovered by Hicks. Murphy causes the fumble. Hicks uh, recovers it, as Dave Pash said. And then later on, in a drive, by the way, which the Cardinals lost starting right guard Justin Pugh to injury, uh, James Conner found Pater. Shotgun set for McCoy. As Conner to his left, handoff Conner off the right side. He breaks a tackle at the 10 to the 5 and into the end zone for the touchdown. James Conner from 13 yards out. And the Cardinals strike first here at Santa Clara. Oh, baby, how about that? That play was so well blocked to get uh, James Conner around the right edge there, Bick. Um, yeah, it was. 7 nothing after the Matt Prater extra point. Uh, 49ers didn't do anything on their first, uh, their next possession, punted it back. Cardinals uh, looked like their next drive would stall late in the first quarter around midfield. Went on third and nine from the 49-yard line of the 49ers. Colt McCoy was sacked by Eric Armstead, but there was a face mask penalty. 49er fans did not like that call, by the way. Uh, so what did the Cardinals do? They made it hurt immediately. Two receivers right, one left. Shotgun snap to McCoy. And it's a pitch on a reverse far side to Kirk, who's going to throw the ball. Fires far side, down to the five-yard line. It's caught by Wesley and out of bounds at the one. A gain of 33 with Kirk on a trick play, throwing the ball downfield to Wesley. It'll be first and goal at the one. What a throw by Christian well, Kirk. Yeah, and what was what was really cool about that, what was really brilliant about that particular play call from Cliff Kingsbury at that point in time is the 49ers believed they had gotten robbed on that call. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, for Eric Armstead against Colt McCoy. You watch the replay. He got pretty violent around Colt McCoy's helmet area. Yeah, which so, is a no-no. Yeah, and it's so maybe it was ticky-tack. Maybe it wasn't. But you certainly really couldn't argue with the call. But a lot of people did, including the national broadcasters. So the 49ers are now raging. And what do you do? You run a trick play that kind of just hits him right in the gut. It's yeah. brilliant. And Cliff Kingsbury challenged the call thinking that Wesley got in. He didn't. First and goal at the one. Yeah, you got automatic number six back there. Snap to McCoy. Hand off Connor up the middle. Plows forward into the end zone for the touchdown. Second of the day for James Connor. Double figures now on the season. And look at this, 13-0, Arizona. Think James Conner knew something when he picked uniform number six this year? He's got a (laughs) touchdown machine. that's pretty good. Matt Prater added the extra point, 14-0 going into the uh, second quarter. 49ers next drive once again. They're on the move, but once again, the defense makes a big play. Snap again, Garoppolo short set, looks over the middle, throws. It's high, but caught by Ayuk. He wasn't touched at the 10, so he gets up and runs. Bumbles the ball at the six-yard line, and it's recovered by Arizona. It's Jordan Hicks again that comes up with the fumble recovery. Ayuk went to the ground. Is the catch a fumble and recovery by Arizona? He went to the ground, got up, and Isaiah Simmons came from behind and knocked it free. Recovered by Hicks. 
That's going to stand. This is how you know you're living right as a football mm-hmm. team because on that play, Ayuk made a, made a good play. Yep. Marco Wilson was on coverage. While Ayuk was on the ground, Wilson didn't make an effort to Quit touch him play. down. Yep. And Ayuk, rightly so, got up, and then the ball gets punched away. And the Cardinals take over at their own seven-yard line. Uh, they get uh, a 14-play, 85-yard drive. The only disappointment was it ended in a 26-yard field goal by Matt Prater. 17 nothing at that point. San Francisco takes over with about four minutes to go in the uh, quarter. And after the two-minute warning on a second and five from the 18, Chandler Jones said, hey, I'm here. Second and five in the 18, shotgun formation again. Three receivers, two left, one right. Snap to Garoppolo. Drops back to throw. In trouble. Steps up and gets hit, and down he goes. At the 25-yard line, a loss on the play of seven. He was surrounded by several Cardinals. Chandler Jones was leading the way. They give Chandler Jones a full sack. He's the record holder. Chandler Jones, the all-time sack king for the Arizona Cardinals. Surpasses Freddie Joe Nunn, who passed away, unfortunately, recently. And Chandler Jones, after that sack, got up, flashed his Freddie Joe Nunn t-shirt with uh, an RIP message to him. Uh, it was good to see Chandler Jones Has get back. Has he been wearing at- that for five weeks now? He wore it for the first time against Green Bay, is okay. what I heard. Yeah. All right. uh, didn't for a get- good luck charm, I got you. Didn't yeah. get the sack, got but it. he got it on Sunday. Uh, it was only a temporary slowdown, however, because the uh, 49ers did get on the board later on that drive. They send three men out to the right, including Juszczyk in a bunch formation. Mitchell in the backfield, Garoppolo in the gun again. Second and goal on the Cardinal six. 17-0 Arizona. Shotgun snap, Garoppolo's going to throw. Looks over the middle, backing up now, throws left side. Kittle caught it. Touchdown. George Kittle against Jordan Hicks. Pulls it in with 16 seconds to go in the half. And the Niners finally score. Yeah, so... Uh, so you're good. thinking it's a game now. I did. You're thinking it, so did I. Because even the previous drive by San Francisco, they moved the ball really well. Garoppolo mm-hmm. was perfect on that drive until that fumble by Ayuk. So you're wondering, okay, 17-7 at the break. What's going to happen? Uh, the Cardinals quelled a lot of fears very early. Third play from scrimmage in the third quarter. Snap to McCoy. In trouble as he backs up. And it's a screen to the right to Connor. He's caught it at the 40. Turns right to the 30. Back to the left of the 20. Connor to the 10. To the 5. And into the end zone for the touchdown. James Connor with his third touchdown of the day. This one through the air. And the Cardinals lead at 23-7. to Wow. James Conner. Love that guy. Love that guy. 24-7 after the Prater extra point. And at this point, I'm feeling like, okay, time for the defense to make a statement. Don't let the 49ers continue the success they had late in the second quarter. They force a three and out. Negative play on first down. Sacked by Jordan Phillips on second down, then an incomplete pass. So they punt it back on fourth and 19. Cardinals take over at their own 29-yard line. And with uh, Chase Edmonds on the sideline, Eno Benjamin getting a little extra run. And ASU, you know, Benjamin showed up. Shotgun snap to McCoy. Hands off Benjamin off the left side of the 15. He trucks a DB and walks into the end zone for his first touchdown. Eno Benjamin just ran over former Cardinal Drake Kirkpatrick and maybe put this one out of reach. 30-7 to midway through the third. Yeah, 30-7 to at that point was the count after the uh, Prater extra point. The uh, 49ers would answer later in the third quarter on a uh, Jimmy Garoppolo touchdown pass, 11 yards to Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk made a uh, really nice catch in, in a lot of traffic yeah. there. Uh-huh. 31-14, headed to the uh, fourth quarter, and uh, 
Robbie Gold would make it 31-17 with uh, 8.26 to go. He connected on a 26-yard field goal. Cardinals had another long possession but ended up punting uh, to the 49ers with 3.32 left. The 49ers took over, but uh, it was Buda Baker that put out the final Glimpses of hope for the 49ers. Garoppolo with the gun, has the football. Short setup, looks over the middle, throws. Picked off by Buda. Baker's got it at the 35, goes down at the 31, and that's it. Buda seals it for Arizona and an 8-1 record, 5-0 on the road, and another convincing win away from State Farm Stadium. Yeah, the only thing that was missing really after that interception was the Cardinals getting into victory formation. They didn't do it. They did end up uh, turning the ball over on down, so this is what the final call sounded like. Clock is at 4, at 3, at 2, at 1, at 0. So the Arizona Cardinals, without their quarterback, without their top two receivers, without their special teams coach, win again on the road. 8-1, 5-0 away from home. Another convincing win by double figures away from State Farm Stadium. 31-17, the final score. Cardinals, and you could call this uh, arbitrary all you want, the Cardinals become the first team since the 2005 Indianapolis Colts to win it's first five road games by 12 or more points. Yeah. They have been incredible on the road this year. Their attitude, their demeanor, their fight. And yesterday, I thought it was all going to come home to roost for them. And, and to the contrary, they did the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. They beat the 49ers so convincingly with so many key people missing that it really, if you don't feel full of pride today as a Cardinals fan, you never will. It's a good way to put it. Uh, Cardinals win it 31-17, the final. They're 8-1, and one, the only one-loss team left in the NFL. You can text your thoughts on the uh, to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. On many Big Red Mondays this year, we've been talking about the combination of Cliff and Kyler. How about this Monday? We're talking about the combination of Cliff and Colt. We'll do it next. Bickley and Murata mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Arizona Cardinals football, 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Big Red Monday, presented by Sanderson Ford with Bickley and Murata. There's no doubt. They, they watch him every day, what he puts into it. He's there early. You know, when the coaches get there and he's there late, when the coaches leave, he's like the only player that eats dinner with the coaches. Um, so... Yeah, it's just cool to see hard work pay off, man. Cliff Kingsbury, head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, who, again, let's give credit where credit is due, coached circles around his opposition for the San Francisco 49ers yesterday. Mm-hmm. Did it once again, uh, and that's become a regular kind of theme with the Cardinals this year. But there he was talking about Colt McCoy, pressed into duty. Um, now I go back to our conversations last week and speculating what was going to happen with Kyler Murray, and, and, and you kind of nailed it, Bick. They, the, the Cardinals talked about Kyler Murray, and he said it himself. I think if I get the mental reps in, I don't need to practice. But, um, you know, he, he goes out pregame and, and, and gives it a shot. And even on the broadcast, they were talking about how noticeably he was limping, mm-hmm. even coming out of the locker room. It was described on the broadcast as a high ankle sprain. First time we heard those words. First time we've heard those words. A little frustration built in there. But anywho, uh, Colt McCoy gets pressed into duty. First start as a Cardinal. And... Cliff Kingsbury talked about it. They didn't have to change much of what they wanted to do, even without Kyler Murray, without his two top receivers. 
it was it was a pretty perfect blend of yeah. play calling and execution by the Cardinals yes. offense yesterday. Yes, there were there were a couple of moments when Cliff dialed up the absolute perfect play to kind of negate and prey upon San Francisco's aggressiveness on defense. They just showed that little kind of flare pass to James Conner who housed the ball. That was one of them. There were a few others. The the play by Christian Kirk, but Colt McCoy got the ball out on time pretty much almost every single time, and together they did create a rhythm. I I do think this is a shared triumph. I'm going to give most credit to Colt McCoy because I didn't know he had that much game at this stage in his career, and he really was terrific. And he might have to be this week because if Kyler Murray's got a high ankle sprain, he may not be playing this week either, Um, and and which kind of seconds the notion that the rest of this has all been a ruse this week leading into the game. But Cliff Kingsbury did have a very good moment to beat Kyle Shanahan a second time this season with a second different quarterback is a powerful statement mm-hmm. to a guy who has already snapped Sean McVay's uh, mastery over the Cardinals. This is this is turning out to be a great story because um, there's, a, there's a lot of redemption coming to Cliff if he closes this thing out. And I think he's got the team to do it. I, I think Steve Kime deserves a lot of credit for giving Cliff Kingsbury exactly the kind of leadership-driven team that he did. The combination of self-starting, will share the leadership reins with you, with a head coach who's really good if he doesn't have to do that stuff. I think it's yesterday was a, was a real... Um, peak for that kind of synergy that the Cardinals have going. Yeah, and we had, uh, you know, you heard Cliff Kingsbury talking about Colt McCoy and his performance. Colt McCoy talked about what he uh, got from his head coach uh, on Sunday. Um, Again, I I thought Cliff called a great game. He got me in a rhythm early, got me some completions early, and then, you know, it kind of of slowed down for me, and and, uh, I felt good, you know. I told the offensive line, like, look, I'm I'm getting the ball out. Receivers, I'm getting the ball out. I'm not going to hold on to this ball and take sacks. This front is good. They've played a lot of good football. You know, when they when they get going like that, that's they're, they're hard to beat. So, I just I wanted to get the ball out. Um, and then when we did some play action and took our shots, they worked. And we hit hit on a couple of screens that worked, and we found a way to win. I, again, I thought Cliff called a great game. Cam, you know, did a great job this week getting me ready. He's our quarterback coach. Um, you know, Kyler was great. We we, we all just kind of Strev had a package. We all just kind of you know circled the wagons and came in here and found a way to win. So um, I enjoy playing with these guys. This is a this is a fun team. It's a fun group. You know, losing the way we did last week, kind of having to sit on that for three weeks. I've been on some teams who wouldn't have been able to handle how we handled it this week. And I'm proud to be part of this team, and you know, it's a good group. Yeah, in a lot of ways, Bick, they didn't try to do too much with Colt McCoy, and it worked. The short passing game obviously worked. The screen game maybe looked healthier than it's yeah. looked in a long yeah. time for the Cardinals. And I'm, I'm not going to sit here with a straight face and 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 talk about Colt McCoy holding this job for a while. But there was a little extra wrinkle with Colt McCoy at quarterback yesterday that we don't see with Kyler Murray on a couple of short yardage situations. Colt McCoy got his own number called. Yeah. Number 12 on quarterback sneaks. He mm-hmm. converted two of them, including one on fourth down where he just bowled forward. He's not the biggest guy in the world either, but he bowled forward on second effort, got the first down. A couple plays later, Eno Benjamin put the icing on the cake with that touchdown run. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, everything he did was elite. I mean, look at the numbers. This, and I'm not a big numbers guy. But four incomplete passes. 22 of 26 for nearly 250 yards of touchdown and no interceptions. Mm-hmm. They, you Really? I mean, that's a good... And on top of it, speaking to what you're talking about here, this is also an example of the benefits of playing quarterback under center, predominantly. Because it opens up a lot more options, and it opens up the running game, and I think that also played a part. And and I just I I, I think the idea that Colt McCoy was just so dependable physically and emotionally really is going to add a layer of of toughness to this team, uh, invulnerability to this team. If if you're a member of the Cardinals and you go, we just did that with our backup quarterback. We can do that to the 49ers without Kyler. That's how, pretty powerful stuff. How many times have I asked questions like in social studies or whatever, and it's sort of like, which player of the Cardinals is most indispensable? Which can they not win without? And then I always say, aside from Kyler Murray, because yeah. obviously Kyler Murray is the answer. Well, now the Cardinals are showing that if they could win without Kyler Murray, they're pretty much. They got the depth to do anything. They do. Uh, they proved that yesterday in a, in a big way. And I know uh, I mentioned this to you off the air. Mm-hmm. I was listening to the post game show, uh, and it was Craig Grealu, Mike Jarecki, Kyle Vandenbosch. And a caller called in, and he didn't rip us, but he started his call by saying, I wonder if Bickley and Murata are listening to this because they both picked San Francisco. Yep. Kyler Murray, they, it was a good chance he wasn't playing. He didn't play in the game. San Francisco's what, coming what, off an emotional the, win. What, why does the caller care who we predicted? I, I, what does that have to do the, with anything? The, I, I do think... Is that a test that, of our allegiance? That's what happens when teams get good, is a lot of members of the fan base... Oh, that's just... That's Take, take offense to national... You know, the, the, We're seeing it a lot, and we're seeing this a lot more, too. People complaining about the balance on national broadcast... I don't think yesterday was egregious compared to no, some of the no, stuff. No, definitely not. Some of the stuff we've heard recently, but definitely not. Um, yeah, let me get this out there. I hope the Cardinals win every game, but I got to give an opinion, don't yeah, I? Yeah, it's not about us, Vinny. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, but yeah, how many people really truly expected that kind of performance from Colt McCoy? I didn't. I didn't. No, there was. I don't was, think the 49ers did either. The athleticism, the yeah. quickness, the quickness of a foot. Maybe there was some Texas synergy going on between Cliff Kingsbury and Colt McCoy. In fact, they said on the broadcast after one of his late touchdown passes, uh, Colt McCoy did the Red Raider guns thing when yeah. he's a Longhorn. But then Cliff Kingsbury took a shot at uh, Texas too. Did you hear that in the post game? Yeah, that's how he prepares each and every day. Um, consummate professional. He knows where to go with the ball. He gets it out quick, gets us into the right play, protected it all day, which we knew we had to do. And I'm happy for those University of Texas fans because after that game yesterday, at least they had to find some solace in that. I knew we had to play good for all my friends down in Austin um, so they could celebrate Colt. But just a tremendous leader, tremendous player, and that, that was fun to be a part of. Yeah, Texas got wow. blown out by Iowa State on Saturdays. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Cliff got his shot in, too. That's pretty good. That's uh, pretty good. FanDuel Fan Fest, the biggest party in sports, head to, heads to Westworld of Scottsdale on December 11th. Head to the contest page at ArizonaSports.com for complete details and to claim your free tickets. Coming up next, as we do on Big Red Mondays, we'll get your thoughts on another impressive Cardinals win. Open up the phone lines at 602-260-9870. Again, 602-260-9870. Your phone calls next on this Big Red Monday with Bickley and Murata, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station.